0: Hey, 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 welcome to your weekly corner spatey. Uh, it's myself, Nick, joined with Yulia, and we have Hannah Kreskovich. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, oh my god, thank you. <laughs> uh, who is an activist from the queer feminist collective Jivuka. I know I pronounced that correct <laughs> because that I have practice? been saying it to myself <laughs> yes. for the past three minutes, like muttering it and, <laughs> and saying it in my head. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, a queer, fe- uh, queer feminist uh, uh collective from poland and uh, you're here to talk to us about um Poland and yeah. the whole—can uh, uh, I call it a debacle, or is that maybe too strong? Well, we're or?
1: leaning towards revolution now in our, like, our that one. in our. <laughs> oh, okay, an
0: optimistic, yeah, yeah exactly. all right, yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm still, I'm still on like a pessimistic lull from this past week. Of yeah, just... I
1: mean, we we go between the two moods, you know. Sometimes okay. we're like, this is a crisis, the debacle, everything is going wrong, and in our better moments, we're thinking, oh, it's you know, it's a revolution, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> so okay. We'll see. We you still then, don't know.
0: This is then obvious. Obviously, your your time to convince me from debacle into <laughs> precursor of r- a
2: revolutionary—that's okay, cool. <laughs> quite uh, a task. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but isn't that the thing about leftist struggle? I mean, we wouldn't be out there on the streets if there wasn't like a crisis or something to mm-hmm. fight against. And at the same time, we always like we wouldn't be in the streets if we didn't have like a, a like an idea of like hope. Or a better a word, better, yeah. yeah, a better word, exactly.
0: So, I mean, yes. maybe people just want to break stuff. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Nobody's breaking things. It's actually that this is a very strict thing in the strikes in Poland that mm-hmm. uh, nobody's allowed to kind of uh, put any graffiti on any churches specifically because it's kind of... They have realized where the kind of uh, borders are, let's say, to mm-hmm. like what the strikes should look like to not alienate and not to kind of roll up the um, <clears throat> the the other side, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other side. <laughs> way up.
0: to way to uh, you know yeah. pick a nice euphemism <laughs> right there <laughs> but so as, as that i am uh uh i i know the least amount in this group right now Yulia, <laughs> being uh eastern europe is your one of your fortes and you obviously being an activist from Poland I'm gonna try to like like just like take the back seat here and just kind of be like cool yeah wow like learning lots uh, but <laughs> if it's okay with everyone I'm gonna let Yulia more or less try to steer oh this <laughs> no, I'm because a
2: main host yeah <laughs> yeah you know
0: congratulations you've always been a main host oh, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: Cool. No, but since we're already on the topic and we just like already talked a bit about how this uh, like how what the protests look like, maybe you you can give us like some background information right now what what happened, what is going on right now in that sense.
1: Sure. Um I've talked about nothing else the last 2 weeks so that's not going <laughs> <Nice>. to be hard. <laughs> um so on 22nd of October, which is now I think 17 days ago, the Polish Constitutional Tribunal um announced or ruled that one of the three exceptions to the abortion rule law in Poland um, was unconstitutional. So in uh, until that moment, um, anyway in Poland, the access to abortion was extremely restricted in that it was only allowed um, on the basis of the mother's life being in danger, on the basis of the pregnancy being the result of rape or incest, or if the fetus has fatal deformities. And this last one has now been deemed as unconstitutional by the extremely politicized and kind of puppet uh, t- constitutional tribunal yeah. um, and that exception amounted to ninety percent of all legal um, abortions in Poland last year which in numbers uh, it's kind of terrifying it's 1,074 out of 1,100 legal abortions last year which is already tiny anyway yeah. the actual real numbers are estimated at like 100,000 um, either underground or by people going abroad mm-hmm. um, and since then there have been mass protests across the entire country every day um, so we um, or oh, well i I say we because I'm from there, but obviously <laughs> I'm in Berlin right now, uh, although we have been doing a lot of things here too. it's um, There have been protests every day across the um, entirety of the country, so not just in the big cities, although it started in Warsaw, of course, because that's where the parliament is. Um, but the kind of maybe beauty and the kind of um, uniqueness of this movement or these strikes is that uh, they're being called strikes, actually, because it's being kind of led by the Polish women, uh, kind of Sternzeichen. Um, uh, uh, strike what's it called oh my god translation <laughs> uh, the Polish women's strike yeah that's what yeah. it's called um, and uh, yeah so like in Warsaw on the 30th of October so this is like a week ago now they had a hun- like over 150,000 in the streets but they've also been protests every day with thousands and thousands in all the big cities but also in the small towns I think something like 90% of all the protests have happened in towns and cities of less than 100,000 inhabitants which is kind of amazing and there's something happening every day. And um, once uh, I think the strike kind of committee or the kind of uh, organizing group realized that this is not going to be, a you know, a quick victory within kind of a week or two. Now they're setting up that the kind of new narrative is um, we are everywhere and we won't stop until we reach our demands. And the demands, there's quite a lot of... Um, They've they've got like a set of demands that they've now published, which include obviously safe free safe, legal and free safe and legal abortion, but also things like um full rights for LGBT the LGBT community, which obviously was also hounded by the government in the last year or two uh, quite uh, dramatically and very violently, and um things like workers' rights, better health care, um kind of it's kind of become much bigger than that. It obviously started with abortion, that's been a long fight in Poland anyway. It's been go- like the first actually the first of the wave of Women's strikes in globally happened in Poland in October 2016. The next one was in Argentina a few weeks later. Um, and yes, yeah, so this is a, not a new fight, but it's now become kind of much bigger and it's not going to stop anytime soon, I don't think. <laughs>
2: That sounds good. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> yeah, actually, that is interesting because, I mean, people took to the streets in 2015 when uh, the Law and Justice Party, uh, piss, piss Party, <laughs> was elected. It makes for really good uh, jokes, actually. I know, yeah. I, love yeah. I love it, I love it. I love to say piss. They had to have, like,
0: <laughs> that's one of those things that I wonder, like like they had to have run that past like some team and they all just thought that it, it was like, okay. Yeah, Piss Party, that's piss a great party, name. <laughs> yeah. No one in, an, in another language is going to just Make take fun. the piss out of this thing. <laughs>
2: Seriously. But yeah, with the protest starting in 2015, um, I noticed from, from the way they were in the beginning that there was actually still like somehow some hostile kind of like... Um, um, atmosphere against like LGBT uh, groups mm-hmm. when you would go to the protest with a rainbow flag there was like booing whistling etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and that changed with the women's protest in with a with a chani protest in, mm-hmm. in 2016 um, and it actually developing into a very like inclusive protest not only being about women's issues but also about LGBT issues about like many leftist issues in general. Mm -hmm, That's true. Um,
1: Of course, the problem with these things is that there are people who are not on the left who are taking part and there is not kind of full agreement. Like I think everybody is united over this issue of abortion. Um, But uh, while I agree with actually, I think all of the demands of the strike, um, they it's not that everybody agrees with everything and actually we have seen comments even with this movement although it is much better and uh, the queer groups are very present in the um and which i'm extremely happy about um there has also been some criticism from some of the people taking part or like not criticism kind of complaints that oh why the rainbow flag is so present i think there should be of course because we're fighting for everybody's rights to self determination but um like it has changed a lot that's true but it doesn't mean that it's uh the, it's not a solved issue yet. It's just, it has taken huge steps in a very short time. That's absolutely true, yeah.
0: That is something that's, because it's got me thinking about then the sense of with, the, I'm like, sorry to talk about the US because my brain's just been destroyed. <laughs> but there. that, yeah, that was always <laughs> a thing of the, then, that then that really a lot of people I don't think understood about like mass movements, like especially during the Black Lives Matter thing. Oh yeah, they're not when,
2: all the you know, all, yeah, all yeah, on yeah, the yeah. same page. Yeah. Not even just that, no, yeah. but
0: not even that, but then people like, particularly people who were against... Um, you know who were who were um either i would say i i I don't i you can't say that they're like obviously in the protest for the wrong reasons that's not true but people who were you know focused on like one issue then two specifically then wondering like oh why did this go from you know blm to police you know things Mm -hmm. or this it's like you know um or that there were like you know queer like there were also like you know gay and queer communities coming out showing solidarity this and that and that and it's like There's this very weird attitude, and I don't know where it comes from that then you can only protest against one issue and one issue alone. And if you do anything that then is like remotely, you know, uh, uh, you know, going, like, straying from the path of what the issue is at the moment, then you're like sabotaging or whatever, which is so stupid to me because obviously all these issues are interconnected, yeah. of course, mm. like just from 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 um, a point. And I don't like, and you see it really often, like not even just like the sense of with Poland or the US, but there is always this like like, not even like purity politics that like we need like our form of leftism, but it's like, oh, don't you dare come here doing this. And that's like, that's so stupid to me for some for some weird reason and I do not know why it happens you know like
1: well it's because i mean if we, th- I why does it happen? It's because of, like there's more liberals than leftists. I would say, and, yeah. and that's oh yeah, tr- <laughs> that, that's a total
0: like identity thing. Like if, yeah. if your me. only view of the world's okay, thank you. And All then, right, yeah. this, like I like I had a I had a Jimmy Neutron brain, brain <laughs> blast right now.
2: No, but th- that is actually interesting with these protests as well. When you think about it being a cultural issue mm-hmm. instead of a political issue, then you would just like fight against the restrictive uh, abortion laws. Mm-hmm. Um, But if you see it as a political issue, and it is a political, but it's also an economic issue when Mm. it comes, for example, that your bank account balance decides if you can get an abortion or not when it comes to, you know, the illegal ways of going abroad, going to Slovakia, for example, as far as I know, that's a country where a lot of people go.
1: Yeah, they go to Slovakia, they come here. Mm -hmm. um, And now there's also an organization that helps in the Czech Republic. um, And some people also go to Holland or the UK. Yeah. But obviously, that's a different levels of pricing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it sounds like something that is actually very, like, especially in Poland, uh, an issue in the sense of that, of course, leftist politics are not... They're difficult. Yeah, they're <laughs> difficult. <laughs> exactly. And the women's issue, though, like, like uh, issues like feminism or, like, the fight for uh, for women's rights was very kind of, um, well, not dictated... But kind of by by the idea of ne- uh, neoliberalism mm-hmm. and feminism as being, liberal feminism as taking part, being a girl boss, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So,
0: that wasn't just um, Poland, that was everything. I know, but especially in the 90s in the transformation year, yeah. that yeah. was a
2: big thing. And it was hard for leftists, as far as I know, mm-hmm. leftist um, uh, feminist groups to actually, you know... Um, gain ground is that what can you say that? Yeah. yeah. Gain ground mm-hmm. in the whole discussion. But that has changed, don't like?
1: Um y- yes, I mean <laughs> yeah. it has. And um so we had also parliamentary elections last year in Poland and the left coalition, which is made up of three parties, is now back in parliament, um or they are in parliament with I think forty eight MPs. And so there is now much more visibility for kind of leftist politics and they are actually, a lot of visibility is from the um, women po- politicians. So women, I'm always talking with Sternseisen, but I don't know how to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, Asterisk. As a, Asterisk. Yeah.
2: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Women in, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. if we would write it, we would. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. I just clarify. Uh, no, it's it's <laughs> the
0: 90s. We're spelling women with a Y. Y. All <laughs> oh,
2: right. <laughs> um but like flips. No, 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 I know, like, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah so um so they they're having very visible and actually they have been doing really good work at the protests and mm-hmm. that they have been using their uh, kind of uh, their uh immunity as MPs to protect protesters being uh, from the police or from kind of being arrested um on without gr- grounds and they were doing that in the summer when the LGBT protests were happening um, or the the protests for the rights of LGBT people, which were much more violent than these ones. Um, And they are also here, very present. They have been doing actions in the parliament, kind of, uh, you know, very performative. But obviously they're also important because that's Mm -hmm. what goes in the media and what gets reported. Um, So there is definitely kind of uh, the beginnings of like a formalized maybe leftist feminism or kind of something that, that there is like a way to attach yourself to it the actual Polish women's strike organization, I don't think they call themselves a leftist um, Mm -hmm. group, Um, but there are definitely leftists in it. And a lot of the kind of their demands are also leftists. So it's, um, but I think they deliberately have not said that they are a leftist group because they don't want to alienate people because they need the numbers Mm -hmm. at the moment. And I think this is actually a very big discussion about how far we go with these things and some of the demands, for example, um, you know, there's stuff about uh, education and uh, people with disabilities and the media, and that's a lot of this stuff is things that everybody can kind of subscribe to. But um, also, some people are like, "Well, but it's really just abortion that I care about," you know, like.
0: But yeah, even if that's the case, even if abortion is the only issue that you care mm-hmm. about, like, I mean, so like you could still be a part of that movement right you yeah know? well that's the idea yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is why
1: I, yeah so that's exactly yeah, it. yeah.
0: no i mean because this is the thing that i think we've talked about a lot on the show is that then that i think that obviously depending on the country if it is like leftism does have a weird connotation whether it be germany obviously doesn't have this one even the east german factor thing i think you can Comfortably say that you're a leftist and get along decently in this country. I mean, decently in the sense that you'll still be annoyed by the police and like, yeah. you know, all the other <laughs> typical stuff. But at least it's not the sense that then you'll be like, like ousted from, you know, uh, uh, certain communities and whatnot, yeah, yeah, yeah. as you would, let's say, in a former uh, country, the Eastern Bloc, even though Germany is technically one or France has a massive leftist community that you can proudly wave a hammer and sickle in that country. <laughs> Nothing will happen to you aside from the police normal anti-leftism oppression, of the yeah, state yeah. yeah, you know <laughs> the normal <oppression>. yeah. <laughs> but um uh like but yeah no like i've I've definitely uh i think i've had this discussion multiple times on here with you guys is that then there is something of have like how do you address then you know all these things that we know are good things and then just like if we like you know maybe leave the socialism out of the leftism or the you know whatever then your brand of it is like the things that you want don't have to, like, you don't have to still use, like, the fancy language or this old leftist language or whatever it is. And I think that, I mean, just coming from the US, like, it was very much the sense of that you could tell people things like, you know, abortion access, you know, uh, 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 queer, LGBT rights, uh, access to healthcare, not access to healthcare is a horrible world, Medicare for all, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And the majority of people in the U.S. are like, "Yeah, that all sounds really cool." And then it's like, if you use then you know socialism and everything, they're like, "Oh no, I don't, oh, I don't, no. I don't want that." <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> no, no, yeah. We're, yeah. So, and I, I think that that tactic works the same in in yeah. you know other uh, countries that have like extremely stringent you know anti communism or whatever. Yeah,
1: well, you know, because it's interesting. I think I listened to a podcast few weeks ago now um that said that uh, somebody did like a study that actually in poland about like 30 to 40 percent of people actually have left-wing views still mm-hmm. yeah and this is and actually i also saw like a uh, kind of a kind of a graph the other day where it showed that the that peace <laughs> pieces um economic policy is kind of on in line with the democrats in the us for example yeah so they are not uh, like politically or like economically right-wing at all and actually a lot of the popularity comes from the fact they've been giving out a lot of money like they gave the, um like for every child you get now 500 złota which is about 100 ish euros which is a lot of money in poland and so with three kids you basically have minimum wage so why work which is also not a fun thing they do to women <sighs> um they also have given the pensioners like a 13th and 14th pension payment so they just basically gave them two extra months Mm-hmm. I think they've done the, both of them now, um, and they've also been trying to, you know, reduce the cost of electricity and things. So this is these, these are not like, uh, you know, economically right policies actually yeah. at all. It's just they are come yeah. with an ideology that is extremely problematic and.
0: Yeah, I think they were like genuinely past, though that part of history where a right wing party is going to have economically right wing. Exactly, I things. think we're,
2: like in in general, like people understand that neoliberalism. Did fuck up, you mm-hmm. know? In the sense, I mean, people that would still go for this are probably like some weird ass social democrats. Sometimes, you know. That's oh, you mean just go- like neoliberalism? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Germany mm-hmm. a but perfect of example of that sometimes. Do, do understand that you, you really have to be a hardcore like market lover to. You still, have to be insane. Yeah, <laughs> you have to, to literally go yeah. and say this is the right, the only right way. And especially yeah. like Poland and Hungary. I mean, everyone has some things going on, but they are not going this full way yeah. where you could say, oh, this is a neoliberal country mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Not at all. Because actually, the neoliberalism led to a lot of like you know resentments against liberalism mm-hmm. in, in general and led to parties like uh, Fidesz and piss being elected mm-hmm. piss I'm, I'm, upset. I'm <laughs> upset to find out
0: now that it's pronounced what peace peace yeah no, I know but piss. I always say piss, piss.
2: <laughs> I know it but yeah. it makes it really good for our protests these
1: days you know there's like really good like wordplay you can do with like for piss hell yeah that's it. so <laughs> sick yeah. that's awesome and in England yeah. obviously to do like piss off with like peace written out it's really <laughs> good so actually it works really well for us yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just
0: but, I, uh, like just exactly to yeah. your point though what you were saying of that then, like, I think it's kind of that thing that y- you can't even find like a good economist who will advocate for pure neoliberalism. Therefore, like, they'll still... No, 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 ad-
2: not a good one, but there's one hardcore Swedish economist and I hate him from, from my my bones. His name is Oslund.
0: Yeah. But, <sighs> anyway. I, like, but, I mean, even in the sense of that, like, like, pure austerity is just not popular anymore after then we saw that just it can't do anything. Yeah. So, I mean, even, like, I, I think that um, people who are still talking about neoliberalism in general are just kind of wrong. I mean, not, like, wrong-wrong, but, like, that trend is already disappearing. The idea yeah. that then that the right's going to use neoliberal tactics, obviously, you're going to win votes, especially if you're on like a nationalistic platform. But like, by the way, yeah. we'll take care of you, exactly. and we'll preserve this cultural. Yeah, no, yeah, only the Polish people, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, only only the the Polish. Polish Polish or like you know, uh, 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 like that, like. You know, people yeah. are wondering in the sense of like this wave of pop, you know, populism, this and that and that. And it, I think it can really only be described as a right wing phenomenon in that sense, because it has to do with the sense of like this national identity, the cultural identity, so on, so on, so forth. And left wing populism is just socialism. <laughs> like there isn't really a thing, I would say, right? Like you just be advocating for.
2: Yeah, yeah, because you really want these things. Yeah, you know, exactly. You really want people to feel good. Yeah. And, yeah, and Not just the nation food. to feel good. <laughs> yeah, not only the nation. Exactly. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, I want to go back to that point about like the cultural expe- mm-hmm. aspect, because maybe it being seen like as a cultural issue in the sense and not a political can maybe sometimes like actually help the protest mm-hmm. in the sense of, um, as far as I know, there were lo- a lot of like also awesome, like f- celebrities or something involved at some point. Um, I,
1: that they continue to be. Yeah, I think that was actually yeah. a really big concert in Warsaw last night yeah. with quite big Polish stars and a lot of people have written music in the last two weeks I so have see, like become yeah. very big. Actually, the protest has been super creative and kind of, I really wish more people spoke Polish because they're really good and very funny.
2: But <laughs>
0: I don't know yeah. any Polish artists. I'm yeah. so <laughs> famous <laughs> Polish people. I'm so sorry.
2: But that is very interesting. I mean, it's also known as like uh, the Chani protest, uh, mm. like the black protest. Yeah. Um, it has this whole like umbrella thing mm-hmm. that went on because it was rainy as far yeah. well as I know. Exactly, and so yeah. then the umbrella became like a symbol yeah. kind of So and I think that is very as much as you can critique that maybe like it loses like some political, you know, ground or something. That is not necessarily always the case, because sometimes like these cultural thing and it being a very creative and a very Mm. like outputting, like with a lot of output, like creative output. And um, it can actually make people like engage in in. The issue more. yeah for sure and it
1: has a much broader reach then yeah. which actually is what they what we want what we want right now we do want more we want as many people to be engaged with this as possible because that's the only way that it's really going to make lasting changes like it's not going to work if we then split off and say okay but everybody has to subscribe to everything that we want as a collective for example that's it's not what we want Like, we have our oh, i have our, my views like even in the collective we have different views over what's going on and what we want necessarily um and we are united over this one issue and i think that's okay like i you know at the end of the day it will be a success if we li- like if we liberalize the abortion or as in legalize abortion in poland sorry liberalize, liberalize it. god i've got liberalism <laughs> on my mind yeah so i so i think it's fine i think if that is achieved then great like um yeah. then that's kind of the number one demand if we manage to do other things like overthrow the government which is one of the demands <laughs> <laughs> um then even better but like i I don't, let's see. <laughs> step by step. Yeah, step by step, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
2: And you can see how powerful that is also in the like feminist movements in South America, for example, South and uh, Central America. I mean, they had this dance that went around the world, you know, uh, uh, with like, uh, how does it go again? Yeah, there's like of something about the Camino. I've now forgotten the yeah, exactly, Yeah, exactly. People all around the world, like a women group, um, mm-hmm. women also with the asterisk. Asterisk. Asterisk asterisks Asterix. Asterix. Yeah. <laughs> you can just no, say like, sterni, sterni. What is sterni stern sternchen
0: what is I don't even know, I forgot the German word now too it doesn't matter
2: sternchen sternzeichen sternzeichen oh. sounds like stern, a Zodiac yeah Zodiac women oh that's fine I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, what did I want to say now I lost uh, my training. the dance yeah, I mean it was was done all around the world and was kind of like a symbol for for protest and and against like you know rape mm. and and violence against women. So yeah, yeah these things are powerful even mm. though like leftists a lot of the times do want to criticize and saying like it would would take the political aspect out of things, but Yeah, but I think you also have to know how to motivate people
1: and get people out yeah, in the streets exactly. and get yeah. people engaged. And actually, I don't know, there's because so many of the protests in Poland right now are happening in small places. For a lot of people, this is the first time I've ever been out in the street, the first time I've ever organized a protest. And so you have to also be kind of patient and open and inclusive and be like, they won't know everything. Because actually, for all of us that have been active for longer, this is a really long journey, like to understand, you know, have our own positions on certain things. And we're all still learning. So I think it has to be open. And I also realized that I have been saying, access for women I mean women and people with uteruses just uh,
0: uh, oh okay yeah yeah, Yeah. true Uh, that's
2: uh, I find that also very interesting because we see that a lot nowadays like there is there is kind of like a spark of protests around the world and movements you know the DSA the the Bernie thing in, in the US the Corbyn thing the labor movement um germany is kind of lame right now, there's nothing happening no I germany's mean,
0: germany's left is just always this is the thing i think that the reason why you have uh um i'm gonna get shit for this right now uh-oh. because i'm gonna say <laughs> that the left that the 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 fervor of the american left right now i respect a little bit more than i do the german left because the german left has just been living like way too cushy Just never really being like it's just because it's just been so isolated academically, and then like fringe anarchist groups that you find in big cities and whatnot. But they never, like, there's never been like a massive challenge to them, like recently, you know, like since like no, I'm talking about to to leftism in Germany, leftism to Germany as a whole. Like, there's never been like a massive like struggle of anti communism in modern Germany, like, there has been like they banned the KPD, Mm -hmm. but. Like, you could still have a pretty big, vibrant left culture in Germany. Like, I mean, go to any bar in Berlin, and they're probably left-wing. You don't have that in the U.S. So there's been, like, this this, this cultivation of that has been, like, really nice and refreshing in a weird way. And yes, they're learning. Yes, they're doing stupid things. We all weren't perfect, you know. But, like, Germany, you've, you've had 100 years or longer to develop your leftism, more or less uninterrupted, except for that one little period of time uh, during, you know, the 30s and 40s. But it kind of then then sprung back into this thing of that then, like, yes, although West Germany had very questionable attitudes towards communism and whatnot, it's still under this vanguard of weird liberalism that then, like, well, all political ideas are allowed here. And actually, I would argue that then probably, like, the 60s and 70s in Berlin were far more left-wing than, than they are now. I mean, Rob would probably have an earful to give about that because that is what his, like, you know, main thing is. But a country like the U.S., Poland, even, like, the U.K., where there's been this, you know, I mean, like, anti-communism in the U.K. is also very big as well, especially during, like, the Cold War, um, has allowed, like, kind of a new... I don't want to say like fun because that makes it like I think that it like diminishes it a little bit. But it is allowed for this like sense of like a new like refreshing learning experience of how to do leftism again, that isn't so bogged the form down. Of yeah, that isn't so it. bogged down by the traditions because Germany's way too bogged down by the traditions. You know, everything has to be then in the sense of you have to go to your Foku, and you have to go to this and you have to go to that.
2: You can't strike you, if it's not a exactly that's a registered just registered strike.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just shit like that. Where like I mean, yeah. look at them like the teacher strikes in the United States. Yeah. Like. Strikes were illegal in most states in the United States. A wildcat strike is the only thing that you can do. And their demands were met, like, eventually in some states. But that was really impressive for a country that has not done that, you know? And in the sense of then, like, I'm, a, like, I'm really hoping in the sense of that then because there is this new approach that you have to really distance yourself from the old way, that that's, a, like, that is a way that, that I know that a lot of people... That I know in the U.S. or wherever have like gotten into leftism is because of the things that then other leftists make fun of for, like oh that's kitschish or oh that Or oh that's like cheesy or oh that's like bourgeois or oh you know that's that's identity politics quote like all the stuff that leftists continually complain about are for a lot of people the thing that then like they'll get into this politic for you know into organizing yeah 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 into, exactly yeah,
2: taken to the street for the first time. Yeah, I would say that a lot of that in Berlin,
1: or well, certainly in Berlin, I don't know about the whole country, is coming from the migrant groups, though. Yeah, so exactly. That,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, which that is, is true. Which, which, is, are, which is which is which is disrupted. I hate to use that word, but which is disrupted the traditional structure of the German left yeah, of yeah, being predominantly yeah. dominated by white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. Um. Shit. No, I wanted to. Yeah, same thing about, in the like, U.S. too. When you think about it, since we it as talk well. about organizing organizations, there was a like big cut in funding when it comes to like women's rights groups in Poland after Law and Justice uh, took, took. Probably, yeah. <laughs> as, far, as far as I know, I don't know. Yeah. So as far as I know, there were like a lot of like cuts in funding for for women's groups or like uh, women's rights groups or other groups mm-hmm. that uh, would defend somewhat uh, progressive um, politics um and since we talked about like a lot of organizing on ab- other episodes and uh, for like DSA or something like that or you know different uh organizations um maybe you could give us maybe a run through like how do you know about like organizing yeah what's going on <laughs> with organizing in Poland?
1: yeah i mean in terms of kind of abortion access there's um been a there's obviously like a very strong network that has been going for a while so there's the abortion dream team um, which kind of um co- sort of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of they kind of coordinate everything so they're kind of like the central point that you can go to and um there's also abortion without borders, and they kind of um, both uh, so they kind of help with access to uh, medical abortions when you're in Poland, so they kind of send the pills that you can take yourself and the, with instructions um or they kind of connect you with um uh some of the groups that work abroad. So there's one in Berlin called Chacha Basha which um helps with helps Polish women who cross the border um uh to yeah get like, access abortion in Germany. There's also a new one that uh, called Chacha Tasha, which got set up in Prague and one in uh, Vienna called Chacha Vienna <laughs> that would they will mean like Tanta or like aunt something, auntie something. Um Vienna. Yeah and yeah well it's yeah exactly. Um, Interesting yeah. <laughs> Um yeah so that's so so and actually we've all raised a lot of money in the last two weeks i um so the Berlin collective that helps post women accessing abortion uh called Tosha basha, which means auntie Barb <laughs> or barbara um <laughs> they've raised something like twenty five thousand euros in two weeks, which is incredible um and that obviously helps with um for with a lot of uh, in terms of numbers that's a lot of people they can help, but also um you know, abortion in Germany is, A, not that easy to access and not that cheap. Um, it's something like, I think every abortion costs something at least like 350 euros. It's not. It's yes. It's also kind of, it's actually also not legal. It's just
2: decriminalized. Just, yeah. I was
0: just about to ask, yeah. how does that work in Germany? Because Germany is a horrible. very Oh, You have to go weird, to yeah.
2: Pro Familia and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to them. They yeah. give you other options and shit like that. No, no,
0: I know how it works and, in Germany for... If you're in, but how, like, in the sense of coming okay. to Germany Everyone, from a different country, is there like an extra step that they need, or
1: well, no, they have to go through the same thing as here, oh, okay. so they have to still have. So, for example, also helps with translation and getting people accommodation because you have to, um, have this kind of consultation, mm-hmm. um, and then wait three days to make sure that you are mm-hmm. sure that you want to have an abortion. Um, Is it like
0: a psychiatric like evaluation or whatever? It's like really bizarre yeah. and creepy. Yeah.
2: I mean there are some there are different organizations where you can go to. The normal one would be pro, pro Familia. It's already called Pro Familia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but there's another one that offers these consultations, but that just tries to to, to um Discourage you, yeah, yeah. yeah discourage mm-hmm. you. There's one. That's what like Texas does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one, and and it, Germany it has similar like abortion laws in the beginning to on Texas. their website and shit like that. And then when they talk to you, they try to discourage you and shit like that. So yeah, you yeah. always have to know, especially when you come from somewhere else and you don't know about the structure here mm-hmm. in Germany. It's very good to have some, you know, organization here that knows where you you can go without mm-hmm. you know being talked into, yeah, 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 doing exactly. what you don't want to do. Yeah. Okay.
0: I have a, a question about yeah. then the sense of uh, obviously there have been the legal proceedings that then have, have very much limited access to. I mean, you mentioned that then pretty much what uh, 10% of abortions that were done last year would have then could be then legally done 2%. The, 2%. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> yeah, even 10. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I'm just thinking of, of again, in the sense of, of, you know, another country that then is very much always trying to correct on an abortion or where it's done in the sense of a very localized level. But like the examples of like, like um, you know, like Texas, for example, mm. of where you can have like abortions legal in Texas. But you have to drive. You like have through. one abortion clinic in like the entire state, mm, and yeah. then whenever you go and have to have that, you have to have a consultation as well, and they have to then show you like all these things that they're like legally required to do. What has been? Have there been tactics like that that have been implemented in Poland, or has it been predominantly just a legal battle between the courts and you know women's rights?
1: Oh, um, it's been everything to be honest so it, it has been illegal but so they've tried to push it through parliament several times and they failed every time because there's not even so this is the interesting thing I think there is an assumption especially abroad that there is consensus in the peace party also that to ban abortion but that actually that's not true mm-hmm. and they tried to push it through parliament even earlier this year in April and it didn't work they don't have the votes because people don't want to ban it actually mm-hmm. in the majority something like I think the l- latest poll says it was something like 10% of the population are actually for the ban um, so they have tried many times to get it through parliament. They tried to ban it outright and they tried to bind just this, um, this one exception, ex- exception, which they have called eugenic abortion just to spin it. Really oh, nicely.
0: hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, yeah that's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're really disgusting. Um, but they didn't work. And then, so they basically did it the back, like they did it through the back door because they politicized and, um, basically planted a few very, very right wing people in the constitutional tribunal in order to push through these really terrible laws. So this is so it's been it's been like on a legal level, but actually on a social level they've lost the battle and they lost it ages ago because now it's because this topic has been in the news for four years. Um almost not constantly but like with very very regular intervals. Basically most of the population is now at least for keeping how it how it was, but actually I think it's now over 50% last I saw they actually want to liber- legalize abortion or like kind of to, yeah, to
2: not ban it, basically. <laughs> I find that kind of interesting because that is a thing in Poland in comparison to Hungary where you don't actually have like the majority mm. on on your side in that sense, uh, also like in, in the party. So what they did was removing all like, you know, Justice and and replacing it with their own, as far as I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, during that protest, and and, and people took to the street during that time. as they well. They did as well. Yeah, there was a lot. There was the, I mean, there've been protests like all the
1: time in Poland. Yeah. There was the, you know, there were the LGBT ones. There were the ones about the courts, teacher strikes. I mean, it's been a time. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. So it's kind of it's crazy in, to me in that that you can't even like you don't even have the majority of the population like behind you mm. when it comes to these issues. But you still like you use all these mechanisms and they couldn't like change the constitution like they wanted to, like Orban did, because mm-hmm. or- Orban had the majority. But they did it through amendments and to mm. changing like the responsibilities and like check and balance institutions for for the the co- constitutional court. Mm-hmm. Didn't they set like an age
0: limit for members of uh the courts as well?
2: I don't know about that one.
0: I th- was I it was it Pol- was it Poland or Hungary there was one of them that then set an age limit that then got rid of like a bunch of of judges like overnight I mean they did
2: in Poland they got rid of they just like, got rid of them yeah, of yeah all of them
1: i guess maybe that was somehow i maybe the age thing was i don't even remember maybe that mm-hmm. was like part of yeah. the, the tactic but they just basically replaced them with yeah. very right-wing people
2: yeah and then they like the new responsibility of like checking on the court is like it's some weird ministry that then mm. they were, i don't know they some ministry where you think why is that this one you know why is the responsibility for the court in this ministry but i don't know which one it was but it's really weird it's just because this one you know because they could control it better yeah exactly i mean
1: they've completely politicized the kind of the highest courts in poland and that's kind of why we are in this situation right now because i guess it's not sexy to protest for like free or like uh Independent, unbiased courts because it's
0: not not (laughs) sexy. (laughs) I mean, you know, to be fair, that that (laughs) it does sound like some lib shit, but that's also because my brain's been polluted by U.S. politics. So yeah, caring about the Supreme Court is just like like, like, check and balance, exactly. Unsexy executive bullshit. (laughs) Nah, screw that.
1: Yeah, but that's really how it is, right? And like, whereas this is, they could have because it's you know being led by especially young people, by women and people with uteruses. It's very queer. It is much more. There is much more potential for it to be like also colorful and beautiful and very clever and funny. And um, I don't know. And then we get things like the, which is my favorite thing is that the uh, propaganda channels don't know how to talk about the protests, which is my, honestly, has been really oh, funny. Okay. So they, um, so they are in this kind of, you know, that meme where the person doesn't know which button to press. So yes. for them, it's like either they blame this, the terrible COVID situation on the protests because there's so many people in the streets, or they say there's nobody in the streets So what do they do? (laughs) And it's just leftist. They actually had the headlines that said leftist fascists are destroying Poland like several days in a row on the propaganda channel on the news. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Love it. Oh, uh, that's actually <laughs> <laughs> the
0: two genders, leftist or fascist. Yeah. You have to pick. Um, yeah. This just has me like my my gears just going in my brain. Just for listeners of the show, is that then I'm wondering now if someone could then please uh, uh, let us know what Yasha Monk's reigning uh, r- <laughs> ranking of of the Piss Party is on uh, Project Populism. Uh, oh. I would really appreciate that oh, because yeah. I don't think he has Piss listed as a as an authoritarian right wing party. Not, no. It's just that they're like uh, national conservative or whatever it is. Yeah. And I mean, given it's maybe because they're not, they're not really good at being like, I mean, they're all right. You have, you have like the tears of like, okay, top dog right now in authoritarianism is Erdogan. You cannot compete with him. He's too good at it. <laughs> Victor Orban also pretty good yep. at being authoritarian. <laughs> Piss is like, you know, it's like college ball, you know, like they're trying, they want to make the big leagues, but they're actually (laughs) kind of bad at doing it. Like, it's kind of funny to me that they were
2: smart with everything they did. And, you know, I know, but it's like at
0: the end of the day of that, then, like, when you look at them, like, it's actually I know, this sounds really bad, but it's kind of refreshing that they're not like, they're not being as successful on some levels, because, looking at then the dire situation of Hungary, of Turkey, of where you see that there's, like, virtually no opposition to no them. No way to protest. Yeah, either. where it's at but least, like, Poland's yeah. like, well, Piss is like, or, you know, like like, they're trying really hard, but they don't seem to have, like, all the gears you know, going for that right-wing authoritarianism thing. It's still bad. It's still a dire situation, but they've, like, left enough cracks in the, the their, you know, method of doing something that then at least there's people on the street doing, like, I don't think, like, I don't know. Like, looking at, like, the police brutality and stuff like that coming out of Turkey would, like, make me genuinely afraid to go and do anything, mm, you know, yeah. where it's at least, like the stupidity of the media not knowing how to like judge the situation <laughs> yeah. is something that you can like like still kind of attack and have I don't want to say have fun with it but yeah. you can you can you know, it allows the situation, like you said, to be yeah. vibrant, to be something that then's always like reinventing itself. And I
2: mean, true. Poland has a strong protest uh, culture. I also mean, true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm trying to look at this optimistically. Remember, I was yeah. being yeah, I was yeah. being cynical at the yeah. beginning. Oh, but yes, I should, think we're, um,
1: we're, We've moved to revolution from this. Yeah. There. yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, exactly.
0: You convinced me so far. So
1: okay. well, well. I mean, there's very good memes actually. To be. Honest. I don't, I don't, I don't speak Polish. <laughs> I know. So. And, like it's very sad, but there are very good memes around. See, so, yeah, meme war. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, but that's true giving a lot of like content and also they they're starting to make mistakes which is also a positive in that for example just a few days ago the minister of education said oh you know what we're going to do we're going to get all the names of all the students that have been protesting and put them on the list and punish them for going to the protest like school kids <laughs> wow. so like kids. and then people and then that obviously that created like another group of people that were yeah. like well Fuck you, yeah. like, fuck you,
0: yeah,
2: fuck you. And
1: actually, what, you know, like actually, yeah. this is really also great because the main thing is like, yeah. is, this is war. We're pissed off. Like, fuck yeah. off. And that there's uh-huh, actually they're <laughs> 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 exactly. But there's actually the slogans. You know, the slogans are which, which means "get the fuck out," and which means "fuck peace." It's just nice to swear yeah. in Polish because we have more swear words. <laughs> I love it.
2: Um, yeah, actually, they did try that. Um, there was there were like these teachers, um, mm-hmm. and they were. Uh, there were charges against them because they attended the protest, I think, in 2017 or something. Quite possible, yeah. Um, And they were from more like a rural part of Poland and they said, okay, they, they misused their profession or brought like shame onto their profession as being a teacher. And as far as I know, that didn't go through. So now they're kind of like I don't know like they're trying anything anything yeah. in their
1: Arsenal I guess and we have a Doesn't there's work. a new minister of education <laughs> yeah. who's this is his
2: thing so I, don't, I it's obviously not <laughs> going to work but yeah. <laughs> what I would also find interesting how did like um did uh the peace party in any way like use the covid-19 situation as like an argument or as like a way to rule through with there's kind of like new restrictions. Well, yes. So yeah. this is, so the reason they
1: did it in the back door <laughs> yeah. is uh, they basically didn't think people would protest in this way because of COVID because mm-hmm. the situation in Poland is really bad. It was already bad before the protest started. Like I don't, I mean the, I guess the theories now that like the Visegrad countries, so like Poland, Czech Republic mm-hmm. didn't um, actually have a first wave. We're having it now.
2: <laughs> yep. Um,
1: so.
0: You can have a second wave when your first wave never ends. Well, so. yeah, the, I don't know. So, um,
1: yeah, so they so they kind of probably thought it wasn't gonna be like this, but um their profits obviously have been huge and they're trying to also I don't know, the Prime Minister said the other day, Oh, you shouldn't go out in the streets to protest. Just protest online. And then he <laughs> and then he held like a Q and A where obviously he got then like completely trolled by people being no. with questions. So it's like, Okay, well if this was what you, this is what you want, then this is what you get. Yeah. Um but I mean people are also like there was this, Since he said that, there have been signs around cities in Poland being like, you go protest online, online we're going to be outside in the streets. And it's it's just, it, they have been trying to use COVID. They've been trying to kind of put this guilt on the protesters. Like, this is your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, everybody, I think, feels like we have to do this. If we don't do yeah. this now, then we've lost. And yeah. this is just the last, we're kind of against the wall. And it's like, if we don't push back now, then we've yeah. lost everything. So yeah i mean the covid thing makes it really difficult but also think about it if the numbers are like this now like you'll mm-hmm. be i can imagine what the numbers would be like if they weren't yeah. if covid wasn't there yeah
2: definitely. huge <laughs> yeah um i also find it interesting because we talked about this like how much like disagreement there is in society against like you know what what they're planning to do uh or with what they're planning to do um Actually, the outside image of Poland for a lot of people is oh, the, uh, these are like Catholic, authoritarian, you know, the backwards. Slabs, yeah, yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and we see that it's not like that actually. I mean, the most people probably think of like Catholicism and. Uh,
0: that is the first thing that comes to my yeah, mind right. when I think yeah. like of, of Poland. Poland.
2: Yeah, and, uh, I mean Radio Maria mm. and stuff like that. Um, what
0: is what's what's Radio Maria? It's
2: the uh, the ca- the church's propaganda radio channel. It's like talk mm. radio in the U.S. <laughs> But it's, but,
0: but, yeah, it's but it's Catholic. Catholic. Do yeah. not tell my mom that this exists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Polish, sorry. Yeah. My mom would
0: learn Polish for <laughs> she that. She would learn Polish for that. So. <laughs> yeah. If something like that exists in Italian, though, my mom would definitely yeah. be, like... Found. I, yeah, she probably already All found it. What am I talking about?
2: <laughs> but that is interesting, because when people think of it, they would think, oh, yeah, backwards Poland, you mm. know, or they're just like hungry i don't know yeah and it's i think it's just uh, to be honest is something yeah. that i've been thinking about a
1: lot in recent kind of months especially because i think a lot of people realize oh my god there are queer people in poland in the summer
0: <laughs> you know? it's like, yes, wait y- poland isn't just a monolith of poles <laughs> right what? i mean like
1: it, there is obviously that there is like kind of a homogeneity to the country because they all our minorities were killed off by a different people like we got you know they in june second world war they round up all the minorities yeah. but also like let's not forget that the nazis also saw the polish people as a separate yeah. race and they were also under and they also said that okay within 20 years all the polish people will be gone we're going to kill all of them except for the 10 percent that are aryan and they because they can be germanized and this is actually <laughs> this is actually something that they published yeah. and yeah. will tried to follow through with so
2: yeah
1: this kind of idea this kind of anti-slavic racism yeah. or discrimination is a is a real thing it's mm-hmm. uh it's a very local i would say kind of form of discrimination um and it's kind of it's very easy to be like oh but across the border in the east things are so much worse look at them yeah, so, yeah, yeah. to kind of distract how from how things are here and yeah. it's something yeah and i think this these protests also people are kind of surprised like oh my god there's a big feminist movement in poland like Yes, because you know we also have the internet. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> you no, know, like we. This is we're not all like living yeah. on a farm and without any access to well, the yeah. internet. And it's not the kind of early twentieth century. It's not yeah. the nineteen hundreds. Like it's.
2: I don't know, like... Poland has oh, just never technologically horrible. progressed. It's like, the only
0: uh, part in Europe that's...
2: In one of my seminars, there was a question by someone who worked with uh, Solidarność. Um, mm. He's actually doing research on it. I know this doesn't have to do with the protest right now, but it's just about this like image that people have, especially in Germany, uh, like about like mm. the image of, of Poland. Um And he asked a question, what do you think, how many people like uh, were able to to read and to write Mm. during these times, like during the, like, you know, the communist uh, regime. And it was like 90 percent. And people were like, I don't know, like maybe 50, (laughs) 60, like really thinking that, that Poland is like, illiterate in that sense and, like, rural and uneducated.
0: I would imagine that, that that's not the problem in Poland. Literacy, I think, is probably, like, very close to zero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know
1: what the numbers are, but I probably yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it is enough a enough former enough it is a former enough Eastern Bloc country. That was one of the things they were actually good about was you know conquering uh, oh, illiteracy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely. Um, the only thing that then I like obviously I don't think that then Poland is a technological you know abyss. But my first reaction to that comes from that then we watched. Um, I don't remember if it was you and me, and Kieran, or if it was me, Kieran, and Rob, or whatever. We watched the. Uh, um uh, the Stefan Molyhue documentary oh, yeah, of Poland. It all yeah, we together. Yeah, we did, yeah. Have you seen this? No. Okay, uh, I think he's Canadian. I don't even think he's American. He's Canadian, yeah. uh, Right-wing, he calls himself a philosopher, but he just posts <laughs> on Twitter, and he blocked me, actually. Shout out to Stefan Molyhue. Um, <laughs> he say went... He's
2: the best, for, like, uh, exactly.
0: modern-day philosopher. Yeah, okay, modern-day yeah. philosopher, a.k.a., you're a libertarian or borderline neo-Nazi, pick yes. one, well, that's it. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, so the thing of it that then I thought was really interesting is that then, yes, Poland is very much, Poland's very much online, and they're very much, like, the right, I like, he just kind of goes and, like, monitors, like, how great it is for to be the right, as well, like, these free speech cafes or bars, which is just that you can go and talk about how you're insane – with, you know, your other dudes, specifically pretty much only men. Mm. It,
2: and that's a, yeah, sorry.
0: Oh, no, no, no. It's just that the like like um there are like 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 that was always like my perception of Poland was that, that like they are very much aware of what's going on, obviously. But in the sense of that then there's a large pop part of the population that then is deeply involved within this, like, whatever you want to call it, new right, alt-right, whatever it is.
1: That's true. But that also means that, the, but that's the thing. It's convenient for everybody to talk about only this side yeah. of what's going on and not the other side of the fact that actually there's yeah. people who are becoming much more progress, well, progressive mm-hmm. left-wing. Like, the left-wing mm-hmm. is growing. Like, there are all these issues are coming to the fore. The fact that we even had protests for LGBT rights in Poland in the summer, that's, like, something I didn't think I would see this soon, you know? Mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. So it's just convenient to have this narrative of like, oh, the backwards Eastern Europeans, let's leave <laughs> them alone. <laughs> but like actually, you know, and and it is, of course there is a big problem with neo-Nazis in Poland. Mm. Like um, we, obviously uh, they have kind of taken over Independence Day, which is actually coming up on the 11th of November. <sighs> and they ha- they release a really, really awful poster um, b- like for this year's demonstration, which has now actually been called off by the president of Warsaw because of COVID um, <laughs> reasons. Um, but that was, I think the slogan was something like, our civilization, our rules, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like... in the image was this kind what of What about just
0: sassy bitches? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But it was like this night. Kind of My like, party
1: viral. Yeah, it was kind of a horrible. You should look up the poster because it's really Kreuz, like...
2: The Kreuzritter, the Catholic Kreuzritter. Yeah, it was like,
1: really something. But uh, So, of course, there is that. It's a really big problem and yeah. that's the thing. There's um, been a very big discussion about how it's even led to this point that people are so into this kind of narrative and a lot of this, of course, is the propaganda channels mm-hmm. of the government that are then reinforced by a lot of this stuff online mm-hmm. Because they hear one thing, they look it up and then obviously then the algorithms create this and there's not been an education as to how um, kind of deal with or like critically think about the internet. And Mm -hmm. there's been, it's really, I listened basically one, a Polish YouTuber um, kind of did a really quick thing this week where he asked his Instagram followers to send him uh, stories of the families being broken up over politics or especially over issues that have become hugely politicized. So the LGBT, um, I don't want to call it an issue though, but it's been basically because they've been called an ideology by mm-hmm. peace um, or abortion rights or any or refugees even. And within eight hours, he had like hundreds of responses and he did a film where basically um, he read out a lot of these responses where people were saying that the, what's happened is the Polish family has been destroyed. It's kind of this classic divide and rule um, situation and it's been and that's kind of what's happened so of of course it's polarized everything i think that's the case everywhere in the world but it's also that not everybody has been polarized you know like farmers have joined the protests um like Mm -hmm. so have taxi drivers a lot of the communications drivers so like bus and tram drivers yeah a lot of different yeah so like yeah but like a lot of um a lot of different social groups have also been joining like i think Mm. i saw yesterday that the women's strike committee are meeting with a lot of the remaining trade unions that we have but also like mm-hmm. leaders to call for a general strike you know is this this is which is super cool if it happens yes. and i think so it's like yes of course there is a big problem with neo-nazis like poland has a big problem with the right wing mm-hmm. but i think it's also been overblown because it's a very convenient narrative because actually there also are movements in the other direction it's mm. there's a problem and they have been dominant because the ruling because peace and the ruling party and their channels support this because it's very convenient for them to have these people in the in the spotlight because it divides families it makes it it makes people uh i don't know it like it it kind of makes you apathetic almost and people kind of give up and like oh there's nothing to do because the nazis have taken over the country but actually this protest or this kind of movement this the last like now over two weeks i've shown that actually that's not true and i think that more conversations happening than before i hope i like this is kind of my impression you know Mm -hmm. like do so you say my parents, for example, are not always happy about my activism because we don't <laughs> agree on some ideological levels, but this time they were like, oh, of course, yeah. go. This is very important. Go out in the streets. They cool. I think they even yeah. went. Oh. Like yeah. they haven't been down the streets since the eighties. So like <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you want no,
0: to no. Oh, I mean I was just the only thing that I was thinking of is that then um I've actually been wondering what is then kind of the motive of the not showing the complete picture either because this is kind of the thing of like we get that like i mean my perception of poland pretty much just comes from obviously like the internet i think just like Mm -hmm. everyone else's and this is the first time that i've at least seen on a massive scale that poland has been protesting the way that it is what? but then yeah not no been but been
2: paying attention the last
0: year I mean there's been a lot like, yeah, I know Dean I know on. I know I feel very bad about it I'm being <laughs> very honest yeah. but that's also because I've bought very much into them this narrative of of that of and course, I'm wondering yeah. I mean like I, I can't like I mean I'm not stupid all right I, I podcast I got to be a little <laughs> smart. <laughs> but, yep. um you know it really is it really is the sense of that like I'm wondering in this uh, I really wonder then to just and there is no answer to this. Like, there's not, I'm not going to get you know. A, a, I don't think you uh, either one of you can answer instantly why why that is the case of this one sided view that then that the rest of the world has of Poland. But you know, I I I don't know. Like, I guess that then it's like,
2: I mean, it depends. There can be like several motives behind that, and also like not doing it on purpose, of course, you know. Um, I mean, since there is like an issue with like a far right government, and you have is it just because it's trendy
0: like internationally it's trendy, right you have now? In your country. No, but I mean, like I mean, with but the with is, with I the right wing push internationally that okay. we're seeing, you know, yeah. like now that I, like I mean, like like Poland fits into that narrative then quite well. Like, look, it's another country. You have exactly. Brazil. You so have this. You have that. This, you first have that. of
2: all, when it comes to stuff on EU levels, it would be yeah, look, but it's worse over there. For example, yeah, I would say that is definitely. A motive behind like portraying Poland like that. I mean, yeah, the situation is bad. It's not like there was nothing happening since 2015. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a lot of you know reasons for hope, especially in Poland. When you when when you see how people take to the street, especially as you said, it's nothing that is only in the. Uh, Metropole. <laughs> uh, like cities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the city, yeah. But, you the, know, also... The metropole. Yeah, the metropole. Thing. <laughs> I don't know what the
0: English word is. I was just...
2: metropoly, <laughs> Metropolis? Metropolis, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so Metropolis. Metropolis.
0: Sounds. Let's go Greek. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not only in the polis, but it's also in the uh, outside.
0: Isn't it metropole? I don't know know. Metropolitan Metropolitan That's what it is (laughs) Oh I'm stupid Um, Yeah
2: What's the uh, The periphery And the metropolitan So it's not only In the metropolitan It's also in the Mm -hmm. periphery So it's also in yeah, rural, rural, uh, rural. Yeah. The Poland's not that big. <laughs> Areas, you They know? tried once, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they did try. Julia
0: just masked off. She's actually a Polish
2: nationalist. <laughs> yes. Greater <laughs> Poland.
1: Uh, yeah, um, but I think that's the thing about these protests, that it is happening in the entire country. Yep. I think yesterday there was an action to go down to the south, to, um, to the mountainous, to the highland area.
2: The mountains. Uh, the mountains. <laughs> yeah, the
1: mountains of Poland. Uh, sorry, because I'm thinking of the words, in Polish, I'm like i don't know what they are in english but i um, yet to go down to the south and like and you know the other day they also organized a protest instead of in warsaw they did in one of the towns outside the kind of uh, the kind of warsaw. it's not the most it's beyond the warsaw metropolitan area but it's like half an hour on the train or something mm-hmm. and they did and like the warsaw protests were told to go there instead and so they're really trying to be like look this is everybody and this is the kind of new thing about it so th- i think there is hope like i'm I don't know. Like, I want... uh, Today, I feel optimistic, so... Yeah.
2: I feel it, too. uh, Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm convinced,
0: but it also could be because it's it's still kind of early in the day, you know. You're not convinced yet. No, I am. I am. I am. Yeah. And and especially,
2: like, so many young uh, women with Mm -hmm. sternchen. I feel like these protests are actually, like, very... I don't know. Um well, organized by young mm-hmm. women, um, by uh, also by LGBT, uh, LGBT groups, uh, etc. Yeah. And when we talk about the neo-Nazi thing, that is actually, I'm sorry, like very, like, male-dominated mm-hmm. um, area, you know? Yeah. So. It is. It's always
0: a thing yeah. of that whenever I see that article of, like, that, like, the occasional woman who's, like, really big in the, like, the new right – and yeah. she's like, Oh, why am I being treated like shit by all people, like all the other dudes in the new right? It's like, well, fuck I wonder why, you know? <laughs> yeah, so but this
1: is happening in Poland too. Yeah, you know, yeah, the head yeah. of the Constitutional Tribunal is the woman who actually she actually lives in Berlin because she's married to the Polish ambassador to Germany. Oh so we had a so we did visit her a few times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How's she doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think she called the police on us. So I <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I Oh okay, it was all above board because we have had some uh, unfriendly messages about some of our actions, but um it was all above Board the police were fine. Um <laughs> with us this time. or well, they anyway, um let's not talk about the police. This is, not, this is not a conversation. But um so there is that is actually a thing, but it was funny because not funny, awful, like Kaczynski held, you know, our de facto ruler uh, held like a t- speech. Mm. Um it's probably like a weekend, maybe. Um in the same kind of vein that uh, General Jaruzelski did in the in 1980, where he kind of sat down with his hands kind of at a table and decided to address the nation. You mm-hmm. know, he's like, uh, th- th- now he's like officially vice prime minister, but until then he was just chairman of the party, just yeah, de facto yeah, exactly, ruler. So yeah. it's like, mm, okay, whatever. <laughs> but he did this address and he basically said that the real Polish people have to go out and protect the churches. So obviously the uh, right wing and... Almost exclusively men went to like barricade the churches. Literally, they stood in a line. <laughs> but it was funny because the, then the yeah. women's strike um, like organizers were like, "Okay, then we avoid the churches." And then like thousands, I about have about to say,
0: who wants to go to a church yeah, anywhere, exactly. anyway? Well, they <laughs>
1: did the, in the first weekend. They did yeah. actually do masses. Like mm-hmm. they went in and, ah, like, okay. and like kind of threw abortion leaflets uh, during yeah. masses across some cities, huh. um, <laughs> which was a very cool thing. But then, mm-hmm. uh, then it because then it was a this call for the right wing to defend the churches they were like okay then we're changing tactics which yeah. was very good of them to actually smart. respond very to that responsive. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so then like now there's these pictures of like these men standing outside like barricading <laughs> the churches with the police in front of them and then then like there's usually probably like max a hundred of them and then like thousands and thousands and thousands of women people yeah. with uteruses and their allies walking and, like waving to them be like come with us literally they literally yeah. say that to them well, so
0: it's like that's yeah. really cool I, mean, I just really yeah. appreciate that they're that they finally realized that the ultimate problem here is the Catholic Church and that no <laughs> one should go inside well. <laughs> so thank you uh, yeah. to all these brave strong men yeah. for- although of
1: course they have been beating up people during the protests. it's not all been peaceful yeah. so oh like, well
0: yeah, like- yeah well
2: yeah how's the police reacting by the way
1: um it varies like they mm-hmm. at the beginning so this is uh, obviously like a point of contention I guess within the movement. Some people have been celebrating the fact that the police have been mostly keeping the peace or some of them have even been joining the protests. Wow. And I'm like, you know, fine. If you're going to join the protest and you're for this, like, okay,
2: sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to like you. But yeah, But like, you know,
1: take off your beautiful, maybe. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, but like okay. Um, baby steps. Yeah, baby yeah. steps. But of course they, you know, then we also hear reports of the police like hounding some of the protesters and yeah. like um, they in in general they have been trying uh, so because it's obviously clear that the people that agitate are the right-wing people they Mm -hmm. um and you know there's like telegram channels and stuff to kind of inform about where the right wing are and like what they're doing and there's been videos of this happening and like i think one of the i think the big Warsaw demonstration they arrested i think something like 37 people 35 of whom were from the right wing for like aggression and yeah um (laughs) so yeah but like of course they they are also like trying to arrest people now technically protest not technically not allowed at the moment yeah because of covid so they are trying to arrest people give people fines kind of intimidate people so there's been like a big push to educate people very very quickly about how to respond to the police which is why i think it's been okay in that sense but of course the police is also like the society right there are some that like with the protest and that somehow against the protests, And of course, like that kind of role would attract people who are probably more against the protest than not. Um So it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult to say, like, there's not been uh, like anything super dramatic. Like mm-hmm. they were much more violent during the LGBT protests, but that, but you know, there was also some, they, there was also like a video, actually somebody filmed it where one of the security service drivers in like a, in just like a normal car, not a, uh, what's the word? Like the police car? Car? Mm. Um, he drove up. Like he literally ran over two women in the protest. Oh wow! Yeah, really? and there's a video of this, which are actually, yeah. Anyway, so it's it's pretty mm. horrible. So there's like, like we're trying to be like positive, like mm-hmm. because we're trying also not to discourage and scare people. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not going to happen in any of the Berlin demonstrations because we're not in Poland right now. Like this yeah. is like this is more like a solidarity thing. But like it, it, it's
2: it varies. Let's yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> But they're not like not super like violent uh, crackdowns on on the demonstrations by mm. the police like you have for example in in well in Belarus or something like no. that or in in Turkey or you know when it comes mm. to yeah
1: no I think they've been trying to avoid violent clashes yeah. they have mostly been trying to intimidate people into staying yeah. at home in, like it mostly it's about intimidation and about um, like finding people because obviously if some if somebody's first demonstration first strike whatever yeah they they're quite scared of this idea of, of like getting right. a fine or like being arrested. Yeah. Um they think they tried to arrest like a 14-year-old. Oh, like well, wow. in fact I they think. did arrest her and like tried to like but like try put her on trial for like organizing the protests which obviously people were like uh, 14 what? years, yeah, she's 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I, it's hard to say like it's not been I, I think the strike organizers are trying to keep it as peaceful as possible. Mm-hmm. Um and that's I think that's more their credit than the yeah. police's credit, I would say. That they yeah, are educating <laughs> people very, very quickly and very trying to be very precise.
2: Yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: um so I think because uh, you were just mentioning the sense of of that there's also events going on and events. There's also protest and solidarity mm-hmm. uh going on in Berlin. Uh what can our I mean, our listeners aren't just only in Germany, but um how could then our listeners You know, what could they check out? How can they get involved? You know, what are, uh, you know, what are your plugs, if you will, I guess? (laughs)
1: Um, Well, for the people that are in Berlin, you can come to our demonstrations. Um, I think, well, as we're recording this, there's going to be one today. But obviously, by the time this is out, that would have already happened.
0: Yeah, on Monday, it'll be out. Uh, Yeah,
1: so um, we will probably do something for Polish Independence Day, which is 11th of November. And then when the same is meant to be, or the Polish parliament is meant to be sitting again because they had a two week delay because of COVID in inverted commas, um, on the, I think 17th, 18th, I think we're also probably going to do something then. So there'll probably, there'll be events and actions to take part in here. Um, the a big problem that we've had in the last week is that the international media have kind of said it's a success because they didn't publish the ruling.
2: Yeah, um,
1: but that's not true. They just they we don't know what that means. Like nobody knows what it means because they're just because not doing it. right it, now. They're just not yeah. doing it. It's a kind of a delay and distraction tactic, conveniently during the week of the U.S. election, to be like, oh, success in Poland, the women and people of uterus is won. Um, but actually, that's mm. not true. So, it's oh, really that important. teamed
0: up with the headline, that Joe Biden one, is going to make liberals' heads explode. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness! Yeah,
1: but the thing is, it's like um, so a really important thing for us is that people keep sharing posts and keep kind of reading about what's actually going on in Poland and following activists groups. So there's a a really good English language one called Chelesna. I can write it down for you um, Mm -hmm. on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) Um, who actually posts a lot in English about this. Um, And I think they also created a lot of information in other languages also. Um, And just following, you know, us, we also try to inform on our social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, And we do it in, we try to do it in three languages, but sometimes but in the end, if we default, we default to English because that tends to be what everybody understands. Mm-hmm. We hope. Sorry, <laughs> that's not the case to our followers. <laughs> um, so I think it's also about following what is actually going on and keep sharing these things and keep you know showing solidarity. But also, you know, there's still organisations that need financial support because it's a big uh, it's a big thing. Like both the um, the pro-abortion, the kind of uh, abortion access groups. So there's the Berlin one called Toscha Basha. We are actually also raising a bit of money because um, we've now organized about five things in two weeks, and uh, obviously yeah. every time renting our equipment, it's um, we don't have our own, so it costs some money, um, and uh, abroad. I don't know, I guess also the same things. So in Berlin, you can come abroad. There's also pro- been protests like in something like 60 cities abroad. Like maybe, actually maybe more, I think. Like everywhere in the world, even like in Osaka and Tokyo and oh, like wow. in Melbourne and in Bali and in like Bali. the US. Yeah, there was like protests in Bali, nice. Hawaii. In Europe, obviously there's Bali's no. a real
0: place. <laughs> Bali
1: is a
2: real place. Yeah.
1: So it's, um you know, it there's really, there's a lot of things you can, anybody can really join they're really everywhere but obviously with COVID like some places can't protest so sometimes mm-hmm. it's about online uh, stuff
0: keep so, posting keep posting yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and where can our listeners find you
1: you can find us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook under Djevohe Berlin Um which I'll, I'll show put you all those right in down. the I'll put those in the show <laughs> notes <laughs> Um yeah we are we're there. And also in Berlin, we're we're around. You can find us on our protests.
0: Awesome. <laughs> uh well thank you so much for coming by on yeah, this. Thank you. I would say <laughs> like early Saturday morning, yeah. but it isn't. It's already midday. So <laughs> I mean, no. for podcasting, this is like this, this is, is like six AM. <laughs> <laughs> Especially
2: after
1: you're all lighter. <laughs> no, that was
0: not last night. That was a few days ago. My brain, my body is still not recovered. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank for learned, having me. I learned a lot uh, as someone who should probably be way more informed about this stuff. Yes. And I am now, uh, you you uh, convinced me, I am much more optimistic going about in this situation. Let's see how long it lasts for, though. So. Yeah, I mean,
1: I also have like emotional roller coaster days <laughs> where I start the day with, like, this is going to be fine. And I end the day with, it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully,
2: getting like not day one of those. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And on
0: that note, we will see you guys all next week. Uh, take care. Bye-bye. Bye.